Welcome back to the My Sister Knows Why podcast. Today, we are going to talk about some sleep. Let's get those Zeds and feed your brain. Let's go. Hello, welcome back to episode 10. Welcome back to the pod. Where we answer all things that you might not know. Hi, welcome. Take a seat. I'm Ange. Grab some snacks. I'm Claude. Cool. Let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Okay, so today I want to do a little bit of a different intro. (gasps) Dramatic gasp. What do you mean? So I want to do maybe like a quick fact at the beginning. Just get the ball rolling. All right. Kind of introduce the little little topic. Yeah. So did you know that Christian, Christian Huggins created the pendulum clock? I did not know that. Well, we're going to be talking about clocks today, so maybe not this clock. But uh, another kind of clock? But another kind of clock. I love a good clock. Yeah, it was actually in 1656. Could you believe people before that time just didn't have clocks? Can you believe people before 2000s had clocks? That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, we're not talking about the pendulum clock this week. We're going to be talking about internal clocks and sleep. Whoa. Yeah, so I'm just going to be going over the fun the fun things about sleep. And I just want to add, if you want to learn how to like sleep better, stay tuned till the end. We're going to have some some nice Ooh, tips for you. Some sleep advice. So you got to go through the whole episode. <laughs> you have to actually listen to the <laughs> podcast. Uh, so sorry. But you're going to get something out of it that might actually be useful this time. All right. Okay, before we get into things, let's just talk about the basics about sleep. Okay. So there's something called the hypothalamus. I know what that is. It's a group of nerve cells that are control centers for sleep. Whoa. And within uh, that hypothalamus, I like saying the word properly. Hypothalamus. It's good. It's very good pronunciation. Thank you. Um, There's called something called the suprachiasmatic nucleus. I don't know what that is. What is that? Um, it's pretty much our internal clock. So it is affected by light exposure, which is why we kind of sync up with 24-hour. Oh, with like the sun. Yeah, like ah, light and day. So some things like turn on at night, some things turn off, you know. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but, and there's more. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, within that nucleus, there's something called the circadian rhythm. So um, there are several of these in our body that carry out tasks on a 24-hour cycle. So again, 24 hours, day, night. Right. Fun stuff. Okay. Did you know? I did not. Quick fact here. um, People who are blind are still able to sense light and can modify their sleep and wake cycle, which is the specific circadian rhythm that we're going to be talking about today. I didn't know that. Yeah. And doctors have also recommended... Um, that taking melatonin at the same time each day stabilizes their sleep patterns. Because some people can't, like, aren't as good as controlling it. So of, like, controlling when they go to sleep. Yeah. Blind like people. Modifying their... Or, yeah. like, <laughs> sensing light is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because... Yeah. <laughs> Cuckoo. Um, so, those are the very basics. I hope it's understandable for people like me. Okay, so can you go into more detail about the circadian rhythms? Like, how does that actually work? Yes, I can. Oh, wow. (laughs) She prepared. So the circadian rhythms are, like I said, 24-hour cycles that are part of the internal clock that carries out essential functions in the background. 
Uh, so it's in the background, you know? Just chilling. Just chilling. Like a villain. One of the most well-known and one of the ones that I will be talking about today is the sleep-wake cycle. So all the circadian rhythms are synchronized with the quote-unquote master clock, which is the super shearsmatic nucleus. This master clock is directly influenced by environmental cues. Uh, one of the main ones is light, and this is why it is tied to day and night. So when the circadian rhythm is properly aligned, it can promote consistent and more restorative sleep. But when it's not, it can actually cause call. It can call. Ca- it calls it can call you. It tells you go of to insomnia. The sleep. <laughs> um, it can cause specific sleep problems, including insomnia. So researching has also found that this plays a big role in uh, physical and mental health. I could see that. Sleep's really important yeah. for everything. Yeah. Want to lose weight? Get more sleep. Just kidding. Don't take that advice. <laughs> Don't more lose weight. Don't more lose weight. What? Don't do it. You, I mean, you're beautiful. Get more sleep, obviously. Yeah. But don't do it because you need to. I have so many. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of people that can't get sleep i'm just like you know just sleep that's so gen z of you um but no there are serious problems that cause you from not sleeping properly so that cause you from not sleeping properly yes okay okay moving on keep going so i i we've all heard of sleep cycles but for those who may not know exactly what they are what are they (laughs) um and you have a fitbit I do have a Fitbit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm shedding. Um, I also have a Fitbit. I track my sleep. Do you track your sleep? You know, I do sometimes, but then uh, I don't like having things on my body when I... Well, <laughs> wait. I don't like having things on my wrist <laughs> when I go to sleep. So, like, I take off all my jewelry and mm-hmm. stuff. So, sometimes I don't track it. Long story short. um i don't know when i started tracking it but i'm just like curious you know you wear it every i wear it every night i don't take it off you have to charge it i don't take it off so you're just wearing a dead fitbit (laughs) uh yeah usually only because i forget to take it off yeah so that's why i learned about the sleep cycles but researching more into this Mm -hmm. i realized that they're not all accurate there's only on the fitbit at least there's Mm -hmm. awake light deep and rem REM, Mm -hmm. which i bet you don't know what rem stands for i that's okay don't answer that. Okay. <laughs> so before we actually talk about the specific stages of sleep, there's actually one before uh, where you're still relative. That isn't really part of a cycle. Is it being awake? <laughs> now it's being relatively awake oh, and alert. Okay. Got so uh, the brain produces beta waves. I do know what a beta wave is, <laughs> but I'm not. Are you going to explain what a beta no. wave? Oh, okay. They're just brain waves. Yeah, that's what I assumed. So these ones are small and fast. Yes. But as the brain begins to relax, the waves become slower, and these are known as alpha waves. So this one, we're not quite asleep, and we're actually more prone to experience strange and extremely vivid sensations, such as hypnagogic hallucinations. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a good example of this, which (laughs) I'm pretty sure almost everyone has experienced, if you're not, you're lucky. Um, when you're falling, when you feel like you're falling. Oh, yeah. And then you, like, jerk awake. You, like, twitch all at once. Which, this makes sense to me because I find I do that a lot when I'm napping. Oh, okay. When I'm, like, when you're, like not kinda, quite sleeping. Right. Yeah. Um, another common event during this phase is known as the myoclonic jerk. Ooh. Um, which is basically when you jerk for no reason. Like, like, sweep, sweep, like, sleep twitches? Yeah, kind of. Like, I know multiple people who twitch in their sleep. So do I. 
kind of weird. Yeah. If I'm going to be honest. But it's common. It's very common. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Um, so let's get into the stages, shall we? Okay. So there's actually basically two types of sleep. There's the REM. Right. Which is called the rapid, rapid eye, eye movement. movement. I didn't know that before. Oh. Yeah. Pretty interesting. And you'll understand why it's called rapid eye movement. Um, and then there's the non-REM sleep. And that has right. three stages within itself. Ooh. So there's stage one of non-REM sleep. Mm-hmm. And it is a changeover from being awake to asleep. It is commonly known as the light sleep. So during this period, it can last up between uh, five to ten minutes. Your heart breathe. <laughs> your heart breathe. <laughs> your heartbeat, breathing, and eye movements slow down. And then your oh, muscles okay. also relax with occasional twitches. So you're like bringing yourself down yeah i'm like chilling like a villain again okay stage two of non-rem sleep is a period of light sleep before you enter into deep sleep so it's kind of that transition from light to deep um your heartbeat breathing and muscles relax even further uh your eye movement completely stops your body temperature drops and you can actually spend approximately 50 percent of your total sleep in this stage dang yeah Scientists think that in this stage, you file away long-term memories. Oh, so you're, like, going through your memories, you're like, this one's storage, this one's trash. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, Third stage of non-REM sleep is the deep sleep. Um, Wait, didn't we just go over deep sleep? No, that was transition between light sleep to deep sleep. Got it. But this is deep sleep. This is the deep sleep. It's the deep stuff. Got it. Uh, Your heartbeat and breathing slow down to their lowest levels during sleep. Um, blood pressure rates drop. Ooh. Your muscles are relaxed during this time, so it's difficult to wake you up. Right. Uh, and this is the deepest sleep that occurs. Huh. Yeah. Um, this is also when tissue growth and repairs occur, as well as energy is restored. So it's the period that kind of heals your body and repairs itself. Okay. Like during this deepest sleep. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. The, the most exciting stage to me, personally... Uh, we're going to be talking about the REM sleep stage. So REM. this is stage number four. Um, so the reason why it's called REM is because you have rapid eye movements. Nice. Uh, so your eyes move rapidly from side to side. No way. Yeah, while your eyelids are closed. That is probably unsettling to watch. Right? Like if people got into that stage while their eyes were open. Yeah. Maybe they don't have eyelids. Uh. Um. Your breathing becomes faster and irregular. Your heart rate and blood pressure increase to a near waking levels. Whoa. So you're basically like almost you're basically awake. basically awake. <laughs> this is uh, when most dreams occur. I did know that. And when I, when I analyze my sleep, I'm mm-hmm. like, I had a dream and I kind of just remember it. Right. And it, it was the REM. It was the REM. It was the REM Looking right before back, I woke it up. It was the REM. <laughs> Um, so your arm and leg muscles become temporarily paralyzed, which prevents ah. you from acting out your dreams. Um, so this is also right. with like sleep paralysis. Yeah, sleep paralysis sounds terrifying. Um, I think we decided we're going to do another episode of this. I think we are. Whether it's right after, a couple episodes after, mm-hmm. not sure yet. Um, but I want to talk about sleep paralysis because I have some, yeah. e- some experiences. I feel like sleepwalking goes into that as well. Yeah. Okay, let's do another okay. episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the brain becomes more active. So it thinks about a lot of things, you know? Right. Right. Um, and then when we enter REM, it approximately, oh, 
We enter REM approximately 90 minutes after we fall asleep. And at the beginning of the night, it's pretty short amount of times. And then towards the end of the night, um, it can get up to about an hour. So it's like short, kind of not burst, but like it's like short, short, short medium, and then it's like a little long. Bit oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so this stage provides energy to the brain and the body as well. Um, it's important for daytime performances. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So I feel like REM is just more refreshing when you wake up if you get like a good amount of REM. Um, yeah, if you get a good amount of REM, yes. Yeah. That's, that's a good time to wake up. Yeah. Well, not in REM, I think. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. No, you're saying that if you get a lot of REM, yeah. then you feel good when you wake up. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're on the same page. Okay. <laughs> um, so when we sleep, we don't actually go through all of these stages sequentially. Whoa. What, what is that word, word in your vocab? Um, so it's not stage one, two, three. It's actually stage one, and then you go to stage two. Okay, and then you go to stage three, but then after stage three, instead of going to stage four, we go back to stage two and then into oh. REM, which is stage four. So it's like light, transitional, deep, light, REM. Yeah, because oh. yeah, REM is kind of in between light and deep. Right. Okay. But it's like its own thing, you know? Um, and as you increase your overall sleep, you'll increase REM. So if you want to get more REM, you need to get more sleep. But right. that is... Uh, what's it called improved over time okay yeah um, in order to take full advantage of the deep sleep stage you should avoid using alcohol nicotine and being woken up during the night so phones off lights off people you can't say that from experience uh, yeah my lights are always on <laughs> that's okay that's uh, not always on but i do forget to turn them off um, and i often listen to music throughout the night that's not good. but it's not like it's not like like heavy metal. I listen to. I'm gonna wake podcasts. up to it. Like I listen to a podcast to fall asleep. Yeah, it's called Get Sleepy. Okay. <laughs> so getting an extra thirty minutes uh, to an hour of sleep before you actually wake up could help extend your REM stage because it usually is longer towards the end of your sleep. the sleep cycle. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you're if you decide to get an extra hour. It'll probably, like, then your regular sleep yeah. uh, amount. Yeah. It'll result in more REM, probably. Yeah. yeah. So why is it when I wake up, I sometimes, like, feel sore? Um, so I had someone ask me this, and on, they on the put gram. it they put it as, why do I feel like I've had a hard sleep? Like, I've had, like, a really, like... Did they exercise the day before? Like, is this just their muscles <laughs> being sore? No, I, I would agree. I wake up sore. But I don't, like, you know, I don't do physical activity. Well, sometimes you like you could do physical activity that you didn't realize you've done That's like true, like hard. walking up the stairs. What is happening with my voice? Or like stress. Can't you like get really tense yeah, with stress? You can. First day of school, you know, you're really stressed. Next yeah. night or next morning, you might feel a little sure. sore. I think everyone's woken up feeling sore. Yes. Okay. Um, so this is a great question. Um, because I think everyone's you just said that. Sorry, I stole your life. That's no, okay. <laughs> Uh, well, the reason why this happens is because our body's natural ibuprofen has not kicked in yet. So at night, our circadian rhythm—that's right—it's come back into this Oof. into this episode. Or our internal clock suppresses anti-inflammation proteins while we sleep. But once the light comes on, um, we move our body a little bit. Then we start producing those anti-inflammatory compounds again. Got it. 
So lights come off. The body doesn't want to do as much. So it's it like we don't need to sending those good stuff. Yeah. To the, the proteins, the good proteins. The, that good hit of protein. And then once that light comes on, it's like, all click. right, let's go. Yep. This is very common for people to go through, uh, with, w- like waking up sore, but it could hurt a little bit more and be bad when you mm-hmm. have pre-existing injuries. Oh. So uh, the aches might not help, mm-hmm. but here are some ways to prevent that. Okay. Here's some ways to prevent the aches. Preventing the aches. Don't sleep on a worn out mattress or pillow as it does not give you the right support. So don't sleep on a like 25 year old mattress. So which the is mattress what we did that I used to have. Yeah. Up until like a month ago. <laughs> um, sleeping on your stomach may be why you're getting pain in the morning. Ouch. You should try sleeping on your back or your side with a pillow in between your knees. Yes. Pillow in between your knees reduces stress on your knee joints. So I just oh, interesting. No. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I just wanted to say that personally, I think people who sleep on their back are crazy. So our older sister yeah i just don't see how that's comfortable you know yeah so i can see it sometimes sometimes you're like mm, just need to sleep on my back i'm constantly in like fetal position sleeping i'm a side sleeper i'm a side sleeper my arms underneath the pillow yeah i'm like holding something else like and i have my big yeah. stuffed animal yeah Got it. um you should also avoid sleeping in weather or environment that's too cold I could see that because when you're cold, you like tense up. Yeah. So I, when I get cold, my legs like ache. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. That's normal. (laughs) You'll be fine. Okay. Give them a little warm up. So when talking about all this, like all this is good, but like how many hours of sleep do I need or should I be getting? Um, Common question that a lot of people have, and I think we all kind of know the general answer, but I'll just go more into that, you know? Okay. Um, it's actually a complicated question to answer because, like, everyone's different. You just need to find your... Like, what works What for works you. for you, yeah. Um, but to the best of my abilities, I will go on. If you insist, please, sit down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 14 to 7-year-olds need about 8 to 10 hours of sleep. Young adults, that's me, which is ages... I'm a young adult. You're a young and an adult. I'm an, a young and an adult. We need about oh the ages eighteen to twenty five, and we need about seven to nine hours, but six to eleven hours is appropriate. Eleven hours is a lot of sleep. Eleven hours is a lot of sleep. Um, adult ages twenty six mm-hmm. to sixty four need about again seven to nine hours, um, and six to ten hours is appropriate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So researchers in California found that there is a gene that is found in only 3% of the population um, that make them able to function on only six hours of sleep. It's like function normally because like I could like I feel like I get six hours of sleep a lot of the time, but I can still like function relatively. So they're talking about like fully function, um, not people who are like groggy throughout the day, you know. Hmm. like you're still tired right. kind of yeah throughout the day because i would agree i usually get probably six you get like six, six to, to seven. seven hours of sleep but usually i'm like i need a nap or i'm tired mm-hmm. uh yeah so that's pretty that's a fun fact you all know? right so how do i get a good sleep you said you were gonna give me some advice good sleep let's get right into it this is the moment we've all been waiting for <laughs> you listen to the whole podcast for this <laughs> just for this um, so if you're really struggling with sleep you act- and you actually want to fix it, 
um, please continue listening. The first step is realizing you need help. But it's true because so many people I feel like are tired all the time. And complain about it. And complain about it, but don't... And then stay up until 2 a.m. Yeah, and then don't real. But again, there's obviously medical... Like, there's serious sleeping problems that don't let you do this. But I feel like there's just people who don't get that they need to change their sleep schedule or actively do something about it to make it better. So that's what we're that's what I'm going to go over. Uh first thing, most important, you need to set a schedule. You need to go to bed and wake up at the same time each day. Does this include the weekends? Uh yeah. It also I find when I cuz I've been like school started, so mm. I've been waking up and pretty much sleeping at the same time and it's only been like 4 days. And I'm uh-huh. like, I feel better when I wake up. And nice. I'm actually waking up before my alarm. So it's my natural That's good. That's circadian really good. rhythm. I never in, wake you know? up before my alarm. That sucks. I know. I used to tell people, which is pretty funny. You know, I might say so myself. Um, that I have like an internal alarm clock because oh. my body won't let me sleep past like eight hours of sleep. Nerd. I'll always just wake up. Um, another helpful tip, exercise 20 to 30 minutes a day, but no later than a few hours before going to bed. So you shouldn't exercise and then go to bed. As a person with an undergrad in kinesiology, I support that message. Thank you. Uh, number three, you should also avoid caffeine and nicotine late in the day and mm. alcoholic beverages before sleep. Well, avoid the caffeine, but you know. <laughs> but the alcohol. But the alcohol, you know couple of buds with a bud. Okay. Um, so you want to relax before bed. You don't really want to be tense. You want to like put yourself in an environment where you're nice and relaxed. So I don't want to do like my taxes right before bed. Like in bed. <laughs> I don't think you do your taxes. I don't. Um, but no, don't do taxes in bed. Maybe maybe try a warm bath or reading. Or, you light know, a candle. Light a candle. Um, but yeah, just relax. Maybe do some yoga. Okay. Uh, number five. Create a room for sleep. This is like right. dogs. You need to create a room like their kennel. You can't discipline right. them and their kennel because mm-hmm. they're just like this is home. So avoid bright lights and loud sounds. Um, keep the room at a comfortable temperature and don't watch TV or have your computer in bed. I have a bad habit of doing this. Yeah. Watching TV or, or even doing like homework. I used to do homework in bed a lot. I used to do homework in bed all the time. Bed should be for sleeping. Yes. And we need to train our, our body to know this. Yeah. So it's it, like sit on the ground and do homework. You know, might not be as comfortable. Or at the desk. But maybe they don't have a desk. Yeah, I don't have a desk in my room. Yeah, so sit on the floor. And even if it's uncomfortable, like your body needs to know that this comfy bed is for sleep. Yeah. So you kind of train your body, you know? Got it. Don't lie in bed awake. What you mean? So um, if you can't get sleep, do something else. Read. Listen to music. Listen to a podcast. Listen to our podcast. Binge uh, listen to our podcast. <laughs> and do it until you're tired because, again, it's something where you need to train your brain mm-hmm. that when you're laying in bed, you want to fall asleep. And if you just continue laying in bed not falling asleep, then your brain's just like, welp, that sucks. Uh, number seven, develop a relaxing bedtime routine. So this is similar to like relax before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to avoid screens, you want to avoid work and stressful conversations late at night, and instead wind down and calm your mind by, again, taking a bath, reading, dim light, practice relaxation techniques. 
prepare yourself to bed for bed. So like even I find maybe brushing your teeth. I mean, I hope you brush your teeth before you go to bed. It's just common hygiene. Well, some people I know don't brush their teeth before bed. They only brush it in the morning. Huh. That's a different that's that a different topic. Anyways. Um but like do it right before you go to bed and, and then, then your body will kind of know, "Oh, oh I'm brushing bedtime. my teeth." Yeah, let's get ready for bedtime but sometimes i'm so tired before bed i know and i just i know i usually brush my teeth before i like get start to know that i'm going to bed just so i don't have to get up again yeah um postpone worrying this is the last one this is i know just don't worry it's some of these things are a lot easier said than done which i understand that but if you try you know Mm -hmm. that's all i can ask for for sure um so if you wake up during the night feeling anxious about something take a brief note Make a brief note um, and postpone the worrying. Like, write it down. Be like, no, body, we're going to sleep now. I don't need to worry about this. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that one in because... Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do about it then? Yeah. If you really think about it. You you can't contact anyone. You can't do anything. You're just, like, making yourself feel worse. Yeah. And we want sleep. We want healthy, good, healthy sleep. Eat. Yeah. So, we are going to do another episode. I want to talk about some things like sleep deprivation i want to talk about that i want to get more into dreams yeah dreams might be like a whole other episode yeah but i'm really i love dreams i love vivid dreaming like i just love the do you mean lucid dreaming yeah it's i'm pretty sure it's also called vivid dreaming no vivid i think is you have vivid dreams it's lucid dreaming okay okay um sleepwalking sleepwalking like all that stuff because i love sleep did you know some people have used sleepwalking as a defense during a murder trial I didn't, but we'll talk about we'll stories. We'll get more into that. We'll, Don't we'll Google get more it. We'll into that. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. I enjoyed this topic because... Yeah, it's good. Well put together episode, Claude. Thank you. So uh, what are we talking about next week? What am I talking about? We're talking about the lottery, baby. Get that money, baby. Cash. Cash money. Yeah, yeah. Get the bread. Okay. I'm excited. It should be a good one. Yeah. Don't Google it, though. Absolutely not. Don't do that. Illegal. T- take your fingers off the keyboard right Stop now. Stop it. Hit hand off keyboard. Okay. Uh, if you haven't already, follow us on our Instagram. At my sister knows why, no spaces, no nothing. So I'm going to quickly interrupt you before you continue. Oh my God. Follow us on Instagram. I put a lot of effort into the posts. Um, you know, I just like the appreciation of that. Follow us on all the major podcast platforms. This is Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We got Stitcher. Dang. Uh, leave a rate and a review. It really helps us. It does. Thank we you. We appreciate it. Thanks. And I, this is our 10th episode. I've been having so much fun. We've been almost doing this for uh, a lot of months. Two months? Two months? Two and a half. Jeez. Okay. Well, if you didn't know. Now you know. All right. Goodbye, fam. Bye, partner. Bye, partner. Bye, partner.